Ask the Podcast Coach for December 24th, 2022. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means, hi. it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. Dot com and joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Collison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Happy Christmas Eve as we're recording this, uh, Christmas Eve, and happy hat day. We, we, we're working on some good-looking hats. My daughter knitted this last week. Like I said at the end of the show, hey, I need a new hat. And she's like, I got this. And That's it. Here we go. So. Looking good this morning. You are looking good, man. Yours is much well, longer. You as well. Mine is. You, well, I made her have it. I made her. I made her. I asked her to make <laughs> it longer on purpose because I wanted this, you know, I wanted this kind of look where it kind of came like a sleeping hat kind of thing, you know? It Nobody is. Wears it's things. a very kind of Scrooge-ish kind of, you know, if you had like one yeah. of those old things, yeah, that'd be uh be rocking. Yeah. yeah. Nobody, yeah. nobody wears sleeping hats, although it's been cold enough. Like you... <laughs> right yeah it's been cold enough out here in the united states in the midwest to wear a sleeping hat i've been wearing a hoodie to bed and pulling the pulling the hood up <laughs> to stay warm. Yikes. Uh, it's uh i went out uh last night thinking i was 15 and uh it was <laughs> minus 20 with the wind chill uh yeah. and yeah. uh my glasses froze so that was fun no, that no was... joke people say that and you're like oh yeah he's like yeah i was negative 32 and you don't believe him yeah. believe this week believe them yeah it's been cold but you but you know what warms me up you know what i was just you thinking that good. i know a little, a little, little joe there for you oh yeah yeah that'll do it and of course uh that coffee pour is brought to you by mark over at podcastbranding.co if you need artwork if you need a website if you need a lead magnet if you go i don't understand what you mean when you say branding then Mark is the guy to go to. The beautiful thing is he is an award-winning graphic artist and he's also a podcaster. So that whole thing where you go, it's kind of like a pod, it's it's a radio show, but it's not. Uh, you don't have to do that because Mark understands podcasting. And what he's going to do is sit down with you one-on-one, really get the vibe of your show. He's going to listen to an episode. He's going to talk with you and really understand what is going on and kind of what vibe you're trying to put out there. And then he goes to town on creating uh, some sort of artwork or, again, website or a PDF or whatever you need to look good. Because remember, they're going to see you before they hear you. And Mark is going to you, make you look so great and so professional. I get compliments on the, the School of Podcasting stuff all the time. I've had somebody tell me that they listened because they liked my logo. So go see Mark over at podcastbranding.co. Finally figured out. He says, "Cappuccino, hold the foam." I, fi- I finally figured uh, that because that's what you do. I thought he was saying, "Hold the phone." I'm like, that's "I, what I <laughs> thought that's what I thought too." <laughs> Big thanks to our friend Dan Lefebvre over there, based on a true story podcast at based on a true story Not only a fantastic mug, but a fantastic podcast. If you're looking for something new to listen to during this holiday season, and why wouldn't you be? Check it out. Some episodes I mentioned this last week: the man who invented Christmas. You want to know, is that, is that based on a true story? Head out to based on a true story podcast.com. Thanks for Dan. Thanks for your sponsorship of the podcast. And Dave, one, one more thanks. Uh, the coffee this morning provided by Chris, our very own Chris, who's out in the chat room, who from time to time sends me Island coffee. 
Hmm. And if you haven't had Island Coffee, it's they're out of Richardson, Texas. Pretty amazing stuff. It's kind of the exclusive coffee that I buy now. He's got me hooked on it. They have a green room blend that's just delicious. I always keep a couple bags. I think anything over 50 bucks is free shipping. So, Chris, thanks for sending me uh, the, the coffee as well, Island Coffee. There you go. Good stuff. Put the link to that in the chat room. Yeah, absolutely. Jim, uh, predictions for 2023? What do you want to do here today? Uh, I wasn't sure. Uh, well, let's let's do a follow-up like from last from week's From last show. week, how are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. The, the first thing I discovered, I, I, I thought it was going to be okay for a couple days. I had my camera plugged into one uh, you know, USB port on the Mac mini. Then it dawned on me, oh, wait, if I'm going to be doing these and all my recordings and making videos for the School of Podcasting, I'm going to have to plug the Rodecaster into that. So that was the end of my USB. And then I went to do something on OBS and I plus the button on my stream deck and I'm like, oh, I'm out of ports. So that was, then here's the thing. You, you're going to hear about this in January. I'm going to talk about this on the school of podcasting, but you have to figure out whatever you want to get into, whether it's, you know, a camera, a hub, um, you know, a, a interface, what do you need it to do? And for me, I was like, I'm out of ports. Uh, and I thought if I could get an SD card, that would be great. Cause I maybe eventually will be taking video out of my camera transferring it that way. And so I was like, okay. And all these different parts, and then we're talking like $400 for the uh, Cal digit T four blah. And it had 18 ports. I'm like, that's a lot of ports. Don't know if I need 18. And it does the, it slices, it dices it even Julienne's. And I was like, ah, and I was like, yeah, I just need it to give me more ports. And then if it could uh, give me more ports, because a lot of them are like the big feature was like, and this has 6585, this has 95 watts to charge your laptop. And I'm like, that's not me. I have a Mac Mini. I'm not going any. It's important, any- though. Yeah. That's important for some that that dock will will charge laptops. Right? Yeah. That's, that, that is important. Then they made all these. Uh, and then I found out my PC was plugged into a hub. And I was like, oh, I, I totally forgot I had this. So I unplugged it from the PC, plugged it into the Mac, and it worked. And then I plugged my camera in and instantly turned into Mac's headroom, for those of you that remember. In other words, I was just very choppy. And I was like, huh. And so I tried a couple other ports on it. And now it just, for whatever reason, the, the amount of data, it must be USB. It was an old, yeah. probably an old, maybe an original one, USB one. Yeah. Maybe. So I was like, okay, so I, I, so I, I need... I, it's officially now. If I'm going to do camera stuff, I'm going to need a, I'm going to need a better port. And so I looked and looked and looked and finally found uh, I uh, Jim Harold from uh, JimHarold.com. He's the king of paranormal podcasts. Uh, he said Cal Digit makes really good stuff, and that was the one that had 18 ports. And I'm like, yeah, I don't need 18 ports though. And so I found this one. And what's cool about it, you plug it in. It's um, here it is. It's the Cal Digit. Element Hub, and it gave me uh, three, actually gave me four USB hubs with um, uh, 10 gigabytes. So it's a super fast USB hubs, and it gave me, I lose one um, Thunderbolt on on the back of my Mac Mini, but it gave me three more. And I was like, man, if I want more ports, this is it. And so uh, where the other ones were like really like three, four hundred bucks. 
this was closer to two, which again, yeah. you know, my wallet's like going, okay, I'm not liking this whole Macintosh thing. Every time I turn around, I'm sneezing money away. Well, it takes a little, you yeah. got to figure out. I mean, you got to kind of figure out what you, you were thinking about going with a dock. You could have done that. Yeah. You've, you've, you, you, well, you did what I told you to do, which was start using it and let's figure out what you need before you just go buy it preemptively. In yeah. this case, you know, you kind of like, hey, what I'm really, really short is USB ports. Well, and, 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 you know. The other thing is they make a lot of these docks that are made like, it looks like it's just a little thin Mac Mini. It sits right underneath yeah. of it. Yeah. And they had yeah. SD cards and they yeah. had, but it would be like old USB ports. And I was like, I kind of need fast ones. And I looked and looked and I found this one that was really cool. It had one fast USB port and a bunch of other stuff. And you could put a hard drive in it. And I was like, oh, now you got my attention. And this is where I went over and because it, it sounded like a company that's maybe not based here in the U.S. So I went over and I saw where they had a community portal and there was a lot of people going, this isn't working anymore. This isn't working anymore. This is and it was all about the hard drive, which is one of the reasons why I was going to buy it. Right. And so I went, yeah, we're not going there. So it's not as cool looking because I'll, I'll give them that all these ones you just stick it underneath your Mac mini and it's beautiful and your ports are right there. And I went, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not shooting videos of my, my studio. Mike, this is, you know, I got a cable sticking out the front, a bunch sticking out the back. I'm like, but it works and we're, we're good to go. Yeah. So yeah, we yeah. actually have somebody uh, waiting to come online. So let me turn oh, up nice. Nice. on uh, wisdom here. We got TP. I like music and political ideologies, red tape. I'm also a writer. All right. So guest is joining. So TP, uh, thanks for uh, coming up here. Oh, I got to wait till they come up. There we go. TP, thanks for uh, coming on. Uh, what can uh, yeah. what can we help you with? Yeah, I seem like, you know, experts and, you know, he has, guys seem good. Um, I just have like one question for y'all. Um, am I supposed to enjoy jacking myself off? All right. Well, thank you so much for that. <laughs> and, and Baba and, Booey, and, wisdom delivers. And Merry Christmas. I'm wondering how long that would take. Yeah. And we will block the uh, user. Put, put the uh, put the put a time stamp on there. Yeah, so I, I don't think that's going to be. That'll be on the video, but it won't be in the audio. That's Merry for, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Oh All right. <laughs> Well, you you know, uh, Dave, back back to your back to your some important matters. Come back <laughs> to your PC here for a, a second. Um, one of the things, uh, and I'd encourage you to, you know, you were looking at buying a, a kind of a hub that had everything included right. in that, and you know, there were some complaints that if one, you know, hey, the hard drive's not particularly good in this, and that's the problem with buying some all-in-one devices yeah. is that if one part of it goes wrong, you you know you well, what do we do? Well, okay, that part doesn't work anymore. And I, I kind of prefer getting those devices that you know it's great to have a drive attached to the Mac Four Time Machine. That's great, yeah. right? That Time Machine backup is amazing. But for the regular storage, I'd get that off on some other device. I get that to a computer you know, to a Windows computer or something on the network, a NAS. For some folks, they may have a Synology or a QNAP or, or some of those kinds of NASs. Get that storage where it belongs. In in a lot of cases, your files, once you're done working with them, so I, you, you told me this morning your workflow was going to be, you're going to produce the episodes, work and edit the files locally. So that file's going to be on your Mac. And that's the smartest thing because that 
speed of the local yeah. hard drive and the memory and the CPU are, are just unprecedented. You don't want to move that off yet. So once you get it done, then you'll move that onto your own network somewhere. So it'll be local for you. And then you'll back it up to the cloud. So you've got a copy off site. And that's a real smart way of making sure you're doing the right, you know, you wouldn't want to move the file to a NAS first and then work it off, work off of right. it off the NAS because that's going to be kind of slow. So that gives you some, that gives you, I, I think for podcasters, identifying your workflow and then maximizing it based on speed of what you have. You know, a lot of folks are working, maybe they're recording off of a laptop. That laptop may not be the best place to edit those files just because Oftentimes, it has an underpowered CPU, especially if it's a Windows laptop. It has an underpowered CPU. It doesn't have enough memory in some cases. That may warrant moving that off onto a desktop somewhere, working on it there, and then then moving it to your file storage. So just gives you some ideas of, you know, kind of think through your workflow and say, where's the most efficient place for these files to be? Yeah, so what I've done is I've always had these. I, I I'll, I'll create a folder called podcasts. And then if you have more than one, I'll have another folder with like, I have a folder for ask the podcast coach and in that folder. So it's podcasts, ask the podcast coach. There's a folder called production and it has the whole, let's get ready to podcast and any other artwork, anything I would need to do the show to produce the show. Hence the folder production. And so what I'm doing is I'm moving all the production folders onto the Mac and I will make an episode there because I've got everything I need there to make the episode. And when it's done, I will take that. I'll have a folder for that episode and I will move that back to the hard drive, the portable hard drive. And so I'm using the the local hard drive to create it. Once it's done, once it's published, get it off the machine. That's the other thing I forgot is just how nice it is. It's like clean sheets when you don't have like just just rubble of files. Now keep it that way, Dave. Yeah, that's now the plan. Work hard to keep it that way. Yeah. Like I, I do everything I can to keep my Mac desktop clear. I don't do that on Windows. Windows has yeah. my Windows environment has stuff all over the place, but on the Mac because it's my production box, I try to keep that as clean as possible. I think too, you know, I think Chris Nessie had said, you know, there might be a price difference in apps between Windows and Mac. When you move to the Mac, you're going to pay a little bit more in some cases for apps. That's okay. You're keeping your Windows box around. So yeah, th this is the nice thing about having both environments and choosing to be diverse in that way is if you need to go to your Windows box, you still can. It's still there, right? You're just not using that for production day in and day out. Yeah. Speaking of Chris Nessie, one of the first things I did was, and I forget the name of the program. I want to say it's like Lenzio or something like that, that makes, it's supposed to make like avatars. Chris is making some really great, it's a photo editing software. Uh, and I saw Chris, man, it was like probably a couple of weeks ago on Instagram was like, I'm making these with Lindsay something, something. Um, and like literally the first thing I, I was like, wait a minute, I'm on a Mac. I can get that lens, the lens lens. Up. Yeah. Uh, I haven't bought it yet. Apparently you have to like do the pro version to do the cool stuff that Chris, like look at Chris's avatar. Like th that's cool. Yeah. And he, he, he'd yeah. take a picture of yourself and it's, uh, so thanks to Chris for that, uh, chrisnessy.com, C-H-R-I-S-N-E-S-I -S 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 for that. That's a, that's a cool program. And uh, it's been, here's the thing. Uh, and then I want to, uh, somebody has a question here. I think this is true. I think podcasting, being a podcaster makes you more adept, I guess, for handling speed bumps because 
everything I saw on the internet was like, oh, just plug in this hard drive. When you plug it into your Mac, it's going to go, hey, I can't read this. I need to erase it. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I grab my hard drive, I unbox it, throw it in, plug it in. And it's like, okay, this is read only. And I'm like, no, no, you're not supposed to say read only. You're supposed to say click here to erase. And I was like, huh? Now I could have like, was like, oh no, it's broken. It's blah, blah. Oh, it's, you know, wow. I hate technology. It's not my friend. Instead, I went to Google and said, how do you format a hard drive on a Mac? And it's like, oh, go to the utilities, blah, 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 disk utility, click on it, click on erase. And I did, and it was fine. So I think in the past, uh, I think just the fact that, you know, we have things that go not the way they're supposed to, you know, when the guest shows up and you, you can't get them to connect their mic or whatever. I don't know, Jim, do you think that somehow the fact that, cause podcasting isn't always smooth that we kind of get used to just like, all right, hold on. Well, this it's a, something's gone left of center. We've seen this before, <laughs> you know, yeah, I think you get quick on your feet. You're good at troubleshooting. You know, you, you start like, okay, I got to work through this. Think a lot. There's some logical thinking to it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's a good, I think it's a good exercise. I think it's a good exercise for old guys like us to keep our brains functioning <laughs> well. Cause it's, you know, you never know when you're going to get a Baba buoy out of the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you never know. Um, it's yeah, been a while. and exactly. It's and you just kind of go and moving on and we're going to move on. Yeah. yeah good stuff. Um, good stuff. Well, uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, a couple comments out there in the chat. Yeah. Um, yeah. What switcher are we using? We're using StreamYard. Um, I'm sure you have shared the info before, but I'm new to the show. Thank you on letting you know uh, you need to answer. Thank you. And let me know if you need to answer that. <laughs> that scholar. Yeah. It's um, I love StreamYard. I'm um, there. We use Crowdcast at, um, at Libsyn and Crowdcast does a, huge job so much better in terms of marketing like they give you stats on you know x amount of people signed up x amount of people showed up live blah 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 and i was like oh but yeah i love Streamyard. it's super simple and it, all, all the stuff i'm doing with the slides and all um that's all here that the fun thing was usually i have the slides ready to go and like here when we do we'll do this later but it's super simple and i was like oh i forgot to have these ready ahead of time and it's like no nope, just click a button and they're there so it's, uh, I think, I, I know I'm on the pro plan. I want to say it's 40 something a month. Um, yeah. I think I the think regular, their, their minimum plan's 20. Yeah. Right now, but like uh, it's pretty handy. Um, and then uh, Daniel says, everybody's giving me Mac uh, programs to try now. I found Diffusion B. Um, it's a free way to run the stable Diffusion image generating editing AI on a Mac. Hmm, I'll have to check it out. That that got real popular really fast. Those images, those AI based uh, uh, face images, got got super popular on Facebook and some other social media sites. Doesn't surprise me that there's some ability to do that there um, locally. There was a we talked about you know AI art man a couple months ago, and I remember I went and had the whatever tool we were using to make the artwork, and it gave me somebody with six fingers. And I was like, yeah, I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. not not quite ready yet. I did see a there was somebody selling like you know, build a course in five minutes and make a million dollars kind of thing. And they said we have something that is life changing. And of course, it was according to them. And you'll probably hear me talk about this again in the future. Was uh, 
they they have this AI tool and they asked it how to create the course that they wanted to create. And he goes, it's like it built us, built the course for me. Now we can turn around and sell it. And I'm like, so great. We're now going to take AI stuff, which again, I'm not anti AI. I'm just like almost every time I use it, it needs a little tweaking. And I'm like, so I'm not going to take the, the not vetted, not fact checked information from a robot and sell it to you. And I was like, yeah, I'm not, not, but boy, there, it, what I love about it is when you think about that, it's almost like, look, you don't have to change the way you eat or exercise and you will lose weight. And you're like, sign me up. And this is like, look, you don't have to do anything. Just type a couple sentences into this thing and it will build the thing for you. And I was just like, uh, really are people, the other thing I heard this week, and I need to go back and check the date on this. Cause I've not heard it in a very long time. And that was somebody saying, you only have eight weeks to get into new and noteworthy uh, yeah. on a podcast about podcasting. And I was like, when was this released? Cause they were like, you, this is what you got to do to launch. You have to get into new and noteworthy. And I was like, please tell me this is old. And I don't think it is. And I was just like, we still really, that's what we're doing. So it'd be crazy. So, I mean, it's not like they're hosting their podcast on anchor or anything like that. Uh, so I mean, that, that's not, oh. <laughs> I mean, I have to go back and look, they might be, um, how how is your head doing? Mine is uh, starting to itch. No, well, mine's toasty. This is custom, so like <laughs> it is. My daughter knitted this hey, custom. I and we bought extra because that's the reason I had her knit this is because those always make my head itch. Yeah, and so I was like, you know, it'd be nice just to have one that didn't. So if you want to remove yours, that's fine. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with mine because <laughs> it's super cozy. My head is. It's warm. It's also having the effect of holding, you know, I always have to adjust my earbuds during the program. And now that I've got this nice cover on it, not nope, earbuds are staying in just fine. So maybe I'll go, maybe I'll start podcasting with just a headband from, from now on out, you know, just do, do like the basketball players do, you know, oh, yeah. headband on. Yeah. 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 Or a hat, Santa hat all year long. How long before people you think would make fun of me for having a Santa hat all, all year long? They think they would be like, mm, Jim, it's it's March. Ditch the hat. You what do you think? You just say, I identify as Santa. <laughs> I am Santa. <laughs> Don't make fun. Uh, no shame me. Don't throw shade no, on my Santa hat. No Christmas shade. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, I, I, I did go out and uh, yeah, mic drop. Um Oh, that's great. I, I did go out and try to find some questions. There are people, for the record, we should also say this, as it is the day before Christmas, pretty much from now through, I would say, next Wednesday, like, don't expect a lot from companies. Like, you know, oh, if yeah. there if there's anybody working, yeah. it's a skeleton crew. And in many cases, they're not working. And it's, it's kind of a weird thing because you have time off because... Well, it's the holiday, so you do your stuff, and then, you know, that's where I, you know, like, me and Uncle Google are like this right now, and uh, we're we're good, you know, we're we're best yeah. buds, yeah. and so, you know, and it's, a, I, I, there was the other thing I, I did on uh, the 23rd, I went to Walmart twice, and the first time was insane, because everybody, it's, everybody knew it was going to get cold, so everybody's buying milk and stuff like that. Second time I went in, I broke my toaster, and I make kind of an egg sandwich every morning as breakfast. And I was like, oh, I need my toaster. And I, it's 10 o'clock. 
make a long story short, I run to Walmart, buy a toaster. I'm home by 11 eating toast. And I think sometimes we, we just do stuff without realizing that like Jim is in Nebraska and it looks like he's sitting in the same room with me. We sound phenomenal. Like we kind of take technology and things for, for granted. Um, and you know, I was just one of those, I'm like, I don't think I could have, I don't know how long Walmart's been around, but like if this had been like 30 years ago, everything would have been closed at 10 o'clock. And you know, so, uh, the fact that we're doing a lot of the stuff we're doing now, just seems like, you know, second nature or whatever. And, uh, maybe we need to take a second to go, wow, I live in a really cool time with technology. (laughs) I, I got contacted from one of our customers yesterday, yesterday afternoon. It was like, hey, I'm trying to file something with support and the chat isn't working. And we turn our chat on and off kind of based on resources that were available. I was like, yes, it's a Friday before Christmas. Yeah. It's probably closed. Like, I, you know, so, yeah, I, I, I actually appreciate that. You know, you, you and I both do very similar jobs from that standpoint of, of working with customers all week long. And it was, it is kind of nice when you get to, I am expecting a few pings over the weekend with the, with, you know, not everybody celebrates Christmas. So there's some who are like, it is kind of nice that it's on a Sunday from a support standpoint, because people kind of expect that anyway, uh, uh, with it. But yeah, yeah. Be kind. Be If you're doing your last minute shopping today, be kind to people. Like they're working for you today. That's going to be, I, I'm going to go out as soon as we're done with this. I'm, I'm going to go run some errands, drop off some cardboard. do Because mm. somehow we amassed like a thousand pounds <laughs> of cardboard over the last, over the last three weeks, right? We yeah, got yeah. this big stack over there. there it's 30, 80% of it is Amazon boxes. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to see ex- 99% of it's Amazon boxes. I'm going to sneak in a store. I got a few errands to run. And I'm, I think I'm just going to thank everybody that I see in the store. I'm more of this hat, by the way, too. Are you? And, okay. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, just say, hey, thank you. Merry Christmas. Are we, are we ready to, to roll the dice one more time? I, just, I don't know who it is. Yeah. We have yeah, a guest yeah. waiting. Yeah. yeah it's not, it's time. not TP. It's Win Charles. Well, there you go. Somebody we actually okay. know even better. So. Oh, good. Good. We won't yeah, we, we have to worry about, about um, yeah, yeah. Right on. talking about naughty bits. Win, how are you? <laughs> Hi, you guys. How are you? I just wanted. I'm good. Uh, I just wanted to hop in and say, "Have a merry Christmas" to both you and Jim, because I know you guys are working. Dave, I know you were working hard behind the scenes up until I don't know when at Lipson, but I just wanted to say, "Have a merry Christmas." And yes, Google to everyone who's trying to figure out tech support. Tomorrow, don't jump on Google. Don't ask Lipson. Don't ask the average guy, please. Don't ask Gallup because they're taking the day off. Go ask Google and wait until Wednesday, you guys, to contact tech support. And, yeah, these guys are Amazon, FedEx, Best Buy. I tried to go to Best Buy the other day, and that was a complete... And so for those of you that know me, I have a physical disability, but that was a complete disaster. So please be patient with all of us and please be patient with all of us that do interview shows because some of us like to have a little time off. So I just wanted to hop in 
and say have a Merry Christmas. And I'll catch you guys next year. That's well scary. Great, yeah. Well, I'll catch you guys after, but after Christmas, but mainly next year as far as working purposes. Sounds great. Thank Hi, you, guys. Oops, I'm hitting the Thank wrong you. button. <laughs> there we go. Thank you so much. I'm trying to figure out because... Uh, Thanks, Wynn. Oh, hold on, Wynn. Wynn, thank you. Appreciate you you jumping in here and, and saying those things to us. You're it welcome. Is, it is nice. Appreciate you it. You are welcome. Thanks, Wynn. You are welcome. Have a Merry Christmas. Yep. It's 11 o'clock. It's 11 o'clock. Did you hear that? Or is that just me? All right. No. That is another thing I really like about my Mac, and it's, it's really interesting, um, is the fact that... I can have my clock basically chime. And so I've chosen to have a British man let oh. me know. And it can be every quarter hour, every half hour, hour. So it just let me know it's 11 o'clock. And I was like, so, but what that does, what's really handy about that. And obviously you could use your phone or whatever to do that. It It's great for going, Oh, holy crap. How long have I been like going down this rabbit hole? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty handy that way. Um, so it's, uh, it's fun. Well, love, love to get those calls from people like Wynn. That's always nice yeah. to have those, that kind of encouragement and, uh, and those kinds of listeners, you know, the numbers are down a little bit this morning, but not yeah. as down. I thought we'd have like five <laughs> to be yeah. honest with it. It's Christmas Eve, right? People are like, you know, we, Sarah came down, my wife came down uh, a couple days ago and she's like, Hey, we're trying to figure out when we're going to celebrate Christmas with the kids. Are you open Christmas Eve morning? It's like, no. She said, did you seriously schedule a podcast? I'm like, well, nothing was on the calendar, right? <laughs> you didn't tell me. So we ended up moving it to last night. But uh, uh, we appreciate you guys listening today. You, many of you will be listening after the fact. And we hope you've had a great Christmas season, great Christmas time, all those holidays that are through. But uh, we do appreciate those folks joining us live. Yeah. I, uh, I found this question and it said, what's your go-to resource when it comes to audio editing? I'd like to learn and improve my editing skills. I'm still quite new at this. Um, and so, Jim, I, I, I know, I think you just use Audacity. Uh, well, I actually do that. I, I don't do a lot of editing in, this, right. in the stuff that I do. So I actually just use iMovie on the Mac to oh, get yeah. it done. And then if I need to, I use Audacity to clean it up. If, if I need to jump in there and get it, you know, get it clean. Audacity works great on the Mac uh, for me. So, yep. Audacity's is, is the is what I use. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big Hindenburg guy, and then if I need to kind of pull out my scalpel and cut out a bunch of stuff yeah. uh, for some, and it's really just because it's the first one I ever used. I use Sony SoundForge, which is uh, on the PC. Um, Dave, the best one is probably the one that you're currently using. I think everybody thinks, yeah, I'm using this. But I, I should probably be using that. And you kind of have to think, I mean, the learning curves on some of these are pretty steep. Yeah. And it, it may be, you may be better off just investing a little bit more time in the one you currently know yeah. and spend some time with some tutorials or spend some time asking some questions about it. Cause it's, they're not, they're not that hard. I mean, I've been using Audacity for, you know, 12 years. So I kind of know it pretty well. But, it, it, you can get a lot of information out there. You can get a lot of help, a lot of tutorials on YouTube. There's always folks willing to do that for you. So spending a few minutes learning what you currently know may be actually the best investment that you can make. It, it's funny you say that because 
when I originally started using Camtasia, like literally decades ago, they didn't have a Mac version. And when they did, it wasn't very good and yada, yada, yada. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to be making videos on a Mac. And I was like, Ugh. and I actually didn't even look at Camtasia because I, I was, the last time I checked, it, it wasn't very good. It didn't have half the features, et cetera. And I, years ago, bought ScreenFlow. And I went to upgrade my ScreenFlow and was like, hold on a second. And I went back and looked at Camtasia. Oh, they've kind of, they've they've taken their Mac version to where it's the same as the PC version. So, yeah, whatever you've purchased, take the time. Last night I was going through and uh, watching Todoist videos. Todoist is a, a to-do list kind of manager thing. And I do this every year, and I will be super organized as we launch the first year. And come, like, nah, April, May, it'll, I'll have, like, my first thing on my to-do list will be look at your to-do list, like, because I'll just get away from it. Um but I was like, all right, I have this product. I need to learn how to do it and then just have the discipline to uh, to do it. Uh, Chris says, here's my advice. Record, edit, and play. Find your style. Don't be afraid to visit YouTube University, too. Yeah. And one of the things I always do when I go to univer- uh, YouTube University is I look at when was the video made. Because there are times when I'll see things. I'm like, this video is three years old. And depending on what you're looking at, because some things you know, are evergreen. But if it's a software thing, I'm like, eh, is there one that's maybe a little like was made in the last, you know, months or so? Well, and you can use the advanced search to help with that. You know, if you just do a, a search and you, you know, you bring back a regular search, it'll, I think it prioritizes popularity over um, uh, recentness, if that's the right word to use. And so um, you'll get older because they've been around longer. They've got bigger numbers. I've been finding this out. I've been working with, you know, I bought that Quest 2 headset for VR. And I've been watching all these VR videos, how to take advantage of it, the best apps for it, those kinds of things. And everything I get on search is two years old because that's when this thing came out. And that's when a lot of the early videos were made. And those are the most popular ones. Well, lots have changed in that space, in that VR space. Mm -hmm. They've gone wireless since then. You don't have to have a cable anymore. The platforms are always updating. So in this particular case with VR, your advice is really, really um, good because the best videos that I want are the ones that have been made in the last three months. So you can go to advanced search. It'll say how recent, and you can kind of select a criteria for that and then get those videos back that are newer as opposed to ones that may not have the most current information that you're looking for. Yeah. The other thing to, to keep in mind, I did I had a member of the School of Podcasting reach out to me and he's like, hey, I, I saw your, you know, your tutorial on, on gear and stuff. He goes, I'm not really looking to um, spend a ton of money. He goes, I just don't want the starter stuff. He goes, because it's, you know, maybe not that good. And I said, ah. And, and so what I did while we were together, in fact, I'll do it now. Dave I, is doing, yeah, changing his microphone. I plugged in the, the Samson Q2U and I automatically hear, more S's and T's. It's a little clearer and things like that. And I said, but for a $60 microphone, I go, this really doesn't sound that bad. I said, the only reason I have an SM7B is because it was on sale and, you know, I run a podcast school and somebody asked me a question about it. And I was like, oh, I should probably go buy one. Um, at least that's what I would tell my wife if I had one, right? You got to, <laughs> but I, he was like, oh, that really doesn't sound that bad. And I'm like, no, just because it's the entry level, I go now, I would never recommend 
the little plastic stick microphone that, that comes with your laptop and things like that? I go, that I wouldn't recommend. And I said, and I would have to hear it first before I recommended a headset because headsets are usable, but there's no base to them and things like that. So uh, keep in mind that, you know, as we talk about knowing your gear and things like that, just because, you know, we always think, we don't always, but many people think that you have to spend lots of money to sound great. And you kind of don't, you know, I always say, if you're doing a solo show, get this microphone and audacity and you're ready to go, you know, go get a media host and uh, off you go to the races. So. Yeah, we I did an interview while you're switching that. I'll uh, I'll say we did an interview oh, a couple of weeks ago and the host was down in Mexico. So the weather was nice and she actually was outside on the patio. So she had a she'd set nice. up with a microphone on the patio. And uh, besides the occasional bird chirping that we heard, the audio was actually excellent. That was some of the best audio I've ever gotten from her because there wasn't reverberation bouncing off you know, her, the room she's normally in is hard tiled. They don't have a lot of soft things on the walls or a lot of soft furniture around it. And I said to her, like, let's do this more often. You sound great because she is outside. Now, I do like you on that, on that Samsung mic. You, you sound good. You have a higher, your, the clarity is a little bit better for me on that than it is on the, what are you, what are you currently using? This is the uh, Shure SM7B. It's yeah. the Joe Rogan microphone. So that'll I mean, make it me look sexy. It yeah. looks sexy. Yeah. yeah. I, I've always thought I sound muffled on this. So, and also I'm not sure if it's fixed or not, but the weird hiss problem, I, it, it kept coming up and I actually switched channels and I think it's gone. I, I have to double check here, but um, yeah, I always like my voice on the uh, RE320. I think the SM7B is muffled for lack of a better phrase. And, and but I've had other people like muddled oh. is more, muddled is more of the word I would use. Yeah, but it's not bad. Don't get me wrong. That's a that's a nice mic. Yeah. And I, by the I did hear that hissing in the recording last week. I went back yeah. and listened to what we said. So hopefully you got that fixed. But the um yeah just just a little more muddled. Now my ears like the crisper higher. It could be because me I'm too. deaf in some yeah. ranges. <laughs> so that's very possible as well. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Christmas, some of us will have a better Christmas than others. Some of us bought ourselves a new car. And, oh, yes, a new puppy in my son's case. Yeah, oh. new new puppies are uh, they're yeah. fun. And if if you have the ones that don't sleep through the night yet, they're like a baby. You know, I remember they're when like, I yeah. we got a puppy and it was, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning and it's it's got to go potty and it doesn't want to pee in the cage. And you're like... Oh, let's get a puppy. It'll be fun. You're like, eh, okay. Kind of like starting another podcast. It, you know, it, you're like, oh, I'm responsible for this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> um, you know? Yeah. Everybody should participate in this. I will take them. Um, let me mark this real quick. If you if you want to jump in, you could do this or go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash question. The question of the month, Jim, if you had to pick one, and if you want to, if you say, I, I take the fifth, I understand because I realize you're not getting any time to think about this, uh, but you can only pick one. Uh, what's your favorite podcast for 2022 and why? That's a good, that's a good question. That is a good question, isn't it? I yeah. tell you what, while you're thinking about that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, why don't we thank our awesome supporters? Um, and you can be an awesome supporter by going to askthepodcastcoach.com slash support. And... 
the uh, uh, you know I have a typo on that slide, Alex. Uh, yeah, that that doesn't work. Um, our also, <laughs> I did this this morning, and and she the mail version of that's the mail version <laughs> of, the, of the AI. <laughs> well, I have a I have a it sounds you know uh, the woman in the tube sounds like a butler. Now I have a male English voice. Anyway, I asked her this morning, and she picked uh, Glenn the Geek Hebert from Horse Radio Network. Com. He's one of our, to be a featured awesome supporter, you have to be in the $20 plan. And that's basically what I uh, have in, uh, it's a, an Alexa blueprint. And I just go pick a random blah, blah, blah. I also found we might have bring her back. I found out how to run anything like right now. I'm like, how do I get sound out of my PC? So I run it out of my headphone jack into the roadcaster, into an adapter and in the roadcaster, tell it that it's a line in. And that fixes a lot of the weird noise that we used to get when we, because that's what I was doing with the woman in the tube from uh, Amazon. But uh, Ask the Podcast Coach runs on PodPage. If you'd like to try PodPage, go over to trypodpage.com. It's the easiest way. I had somebody this week that was kind of asking about it, and I just went over and took their RSS feed and put it in there, and I go, here, this is what it would look like. And they're like, how did you do that? I go, it took me all of like 45 seconds just here, copy, paste this in there, put your email in. It's super easy. And of course there's a, uh, if you go to learnpodpage.com, that's my free course on that. And, uh, if you go, Hey, I want more of, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Cratchit there in his hat, uh, Jim Collison, uh, go over to home gadget and check out home gadget geeks at the average guy.tv. Uh, if you want to start a podcast, I would love to help you. In fact, now you can put Dave in your pocket it's all there at schoolofpodcasting.com. And if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash support. So he's had some time to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm glad you, you gave me a minute. You could only it. pick one. Which, Probably the one I listened to the most this year, if I, it would be my favorite one. And it's, it's uh, two guys. So, well, first of all, my favorite podcast is doing this one. Let's just be really clear <laughs> okay. about that. I love being on this one on Saturday mornings, but the one I love listening to is called One Nation Under Whiskey, hmm. and uh, and it's been a good. By the way, they do every week. They do an interview. It's two hours. It's a two. They spend, wow. they spend thirty minutes chatting, then they do an hour long interview, and then they do thirty minutes. The content is relevant, and it's funny, and it's not boring. And so I listen. I look forward to it. I'm disappointed when there isn't one there. Hmm. I look forward to all two hours. Then they do a 35-minute extra extra that they put in between those two-hour interviews. Hmm. So it just goes to show, and they have they've got tens of thousands of listeners, maybe even more. They've gotten they've gotten fairly big. And what's it called again? Um, One Nation Under Whiskey. <laughs> nice. And <laughs> yeah. and what's the like? What's the big takeaway from the show? Just yeah, it's more about the industry than it is about the whiskey. Like they they spend a little time thinking, talking about tasting and some of those kinds of things. And they're 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 sipping drams, as they would say. They're sipping drams during the show, um, but it's not like a tasting show. They're talking more about the industry and what's going on in it and what's happening around the world. And you know, whiskey is a global industry. As we think of all the things, I think most people think of it as scotch, right? They think, mm. oh yeah, the the nasty peated. Well. There's a whole, I mean, there's a whole, of course, Kentucky produces bourbon. That's a whiskey. Right. Japanese whiskey is super popular now. And there's a lot of good whiskeys coming out around the world. They spend a lot of time talking about the the business of it as opposed to just the, hey, let's drink this stuff. And yeah. they do. Don't get me wrong. It's so it's, it's interesting in that, that way. And they're funny. They have a good, 
they have good chemistry together. They're funny together. One's a younger guy. One's an older guy. The older guy's always making fun of the younger guy. It, it's it's a good Josh, Josh and Jason are the, the two hosts, and it's just a good podcast to listen to. Yeah, yeah. If you, what about you? What about you? I'm not going to reveal mine. I have one, but here's oh, okay. and, and I will I will do that on the show. But here's the thing. Um, the I was going to say because you know it's time to say it. I haven't said it yet. Um, I was going to say James Cridlin because who? yeah, who? Yeah, I've, you no. keep mentioning this guy. I have no <laughs> idea who he is. I was going to because I. James is almost the first verse I hear, the first voice I hear every morning because he's in my woman from the tube. And I, in terms of like, what one do I listen to the most? He's definitely that. But, um, and I, I, this will be out Monday. The show that I'm saying did a clip show, which takes a huge amount of time. In fact, they didn't. One of their listeners did. And they did a show that, um, was like, here's a bunch of best of clips. And all of a sudden, in like whatever, an hour or so, you're reminded of the value you get from the podcast. And I was like, man, I forgot all the good stuff I've learned from this show. And I was like, and that's when I was like, you know what? No, that's my favorite show. So, and it's just content I can't get anyplace else um, done in an entertaining way. Uh, Again, I think entertaining is always kind of a part of it, but uh, you'll hear what that show is on the Monday School of Podcasting. If you want to jump in, it's askthepodcastcoach.com slash join uh, if you want to leave it here or just go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash question and I will take them till the end of today because I'm actually starting to work on that. And I've got quite a few. It's always a longer episode, but it's always interesting for me. I mean, it's on one hand, you might find podcasts that you want to start listening to. I love hearing the why. That's really why I'm doing it because you want to do more of whatever it is that's getting people to stick around. Yeah. Well, like, so in my case, if I were to think of two behind it, of course, in, in, in years, years past, I've gone out there, but Cigar Authority is one of those podcasts. They're two hours every single week. And then I listen to Windows Weekly, just so you don't think it's all bourbon and whiskey and in cigars. I listen to, <laughs> uh, to, uh, Windows Weekly, which has mm. recently gone to like 245. Like they're getting longer, they're going longer, not shorter. And, and I, I look, cause it's interesting to me. I listen to the whole thing. So that kind of breaks down the, um, you know, there's a few podcasts that I listen to are a little bit shorter from, from that standpoint, actually my short content I watch on YouTube. So mm. is that a podcast? It doesn't really matter. Just to be hundred percent honest, it doesn't matter. Um, the, the content I watch on YouTube, I, I want to watch because of the visual content associated with it, but make, the content as long as you want it to be yeah. like, don't, don't worry about, don't worry about it. Your audience will let you know if it's too long. And in most cases they, you know, that's why they're listening. I, I like it long. I've been uh, participating in a thing called the uh, podcast power hour. It's on Monday nights on Twitter spaces and Greg from Indie drop-in. We've talked about Indie drop-in.com here. He said, Hey, can can I give you some feedback? And I go, dude, you, you apparently don't know me. I love feedback, good and bad. And he said, well, he goes, there are times when I tune into your show and he goes, you always have something before like the main event. Like a lot of times I'll say, okay, I like to start off with a quick podcast tip or a quick because of my podcast story. And he was like, yeah, I'm always having to, he goes, I tuned in for whatever the topic is. And you start off, even though it's short, 
And I was like, that's a good point. So that's something I will take into consider because usually what I do is a quick tip. So here's something of value. Then that gives me a place to stick my, my kind of pre-roll ad. And then I get into the big topic. So I was like, that's not bad feedback. So we'll, we'll see if I can work that into it. But uh, it's been interesting because I have a survey out. In fact, we'll probably do one in January for this show. Um, Although we get a lot of feedback here on the show in the chat room. But uh, it's always interesting just seeing how, what people are looking for. Um, I have had some people say that the school of podcasting is is a little long. And I was like, hmm, because it used to be 20 minutes. They said it was too short. So I moved it to 30. 30 kind of became 40. And now we're always kind of clocking in around 50. And I'm getting people going, eh, you know. A little long or a little boring? A little long. I mean, that's that's it. I, I think... If yeah. it's, I think if it's good, I don't think length matters. Yeah, I'm with you on I that. I mean, people will freaking binge Netflix, you know, stuff when it comes out for 10 or 12 hours. Yeah. My my daughter was telling me yesterday when she watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Brooklyn yeah. Nine-Nine, is that the right show? When that, she watched five seasons of that when, one weekend. <laughs> and I was like, look, people will do it. What the, so Dave, I think the decode on that is it's, it's not too long. It's you're stretching out the content yeah. maybe a little bit farther than you need to. Yep. Right? Well, and it's funny you say that. I, I, everybody, we had our Christmas last weekend and everybody was talking about Yellowstone. And I said, really, I've never watched it. And I thought they were going to throw me out in the snow. They're like, what do you mean? How dare you? And, um, and I said, is it really that good? And they're like, oh, oh. And I was, so it sounds like me, like my brother's never watched Breaking Bad. And I'm like, oh, come on. And so I started watching Yellowstone and I've, I think I'm up to five episodes. And so far I, I go, let me get this straight. It's a really rich family that kind of all hate each other. Uh, they get away with murder cause they're rich. I'm like, isn't that succession and Dallas? If we go back in the, I'm like, it's really not that original with cowboy hats though. And really beautiful scenery. But um, everybody's like, There's- Oh no, keep watching, you know? So, there's a new mini series. It's got like nine parts called Star Wars that I haven't watched yet. <laughs> and I'm just wondering, should I start with the first episode? Is that the best one to to get started with? So I'm looking forward to watching it this this Christmas. Yeah. Uh Daniel says, I don't I for one don't care how long the SOP episodes are. And it's one of the few shows I do not skip when there are interviews because Dave is good at bring out relevant, unique information. Here's the fun thing. The last episode I did was with Neil Headley, who uh from Nop Studios. And I really thought, I said, hey, let's, you know, we're all talking about swapping promos. Like, how do you make a good ad? And I really thought he'd say, oh, well, here are some ways to start off. And then here's how you hook people and blah, blah, blah. And like halfway through the ep- the uh, the interview, I'm, I'm really getting ready to stop the interview because he's a friend of mine and go, Neil, like, we're not getting to what I want. Like, I'm looking for the cookie cutter. And so I asked him kind of like, hey, what's the you know, what's the thing? And he goes, Oh yeah, there isn't one. And I was like mid interview. I'm like, okay, then like, how do you, how do you make a promo? So the whole time I'm editing this and I really edited it down. Cause Neil is one of those guys that as am I, that loves to give more than one example. So that interview was like over an hour long. And I just was like, okay, he, he made the point. Cause a lot of times I would then go, Oh, me too. And then I would give him like a, Here's another example of that. So I was like, really, the audience is pretty smart. They get it from from one example. So I cut that down. But I was still kind of like, it wasn't like, here's how you make a promo. 
it was insights into why it's not easy to make a promo. And I was kind of like, I don't know if this is going to be like what my audience wanted. I had so many people like that was a great interview with Neil. And I was like, really? Cause the whole time I'm like, uh, not that it was bad. It just wasn't like, Oh, step one, do this. They were like, no, this totally. So it's always fun with content. Cause the stuff you think is going to do great. It's crickets. And then other things like this, I'm like, I hope this works. And they're like, that was amazing. And I was like, oh, okay. funny. Yeah. Isn't that funny the way that works? I've done a few of those two. I've interviewed guests on home gadget geeks and I've been like, oh, that was a bust. And then, yeah, I, you know, I get two or three or four pieces of content. Like, man, that was really awesome. Thanks for doing that. I guess the question, maybe let me ask you this question, Dave, mm-hmm. how do you know? Cause you got to trust your gut on right. this. Like, and sometimes you'd be like, sometimes you punt. Sometimes you can't. I mean, you've done the interview. It's it's in a slot. You're going to release it. How do you know, like, whether you release that episode or not? I mean, what, 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 what I guess maybe the question is, when wouldn't you release the episode? Oh, uh, that's a great question. I guess if, and this is where really knowing your audience comes in handy. So in this case, it wasn't that I don't think my audience is going to get anything out of it because there was some good stuff in there. I just wasn't sure how, like, is this going to score a uh, six yeah, yeah. or an eight? Yeah, yeah. And when it came in at a nine, I was like, okay, I didn't expect that. So um, I've had stuff. I had a, uh, I interviewed somebody once who's a major video person. And I said, look, my audience is like pretty much audio. So we're not going to get into F stops. We're not going to get into lenses. We're not going to like, you know, we're here to talk about story because that's why I brought him on. And he's used to being interviewed and talking about lenses and F stops and things like, and so in the middle he went into his thing and I was like, all right. And I just chopped it out and I was like, all right, you know, so luckily there was still stuff there. We still talked about story and, uh, but it was one where I was like, yeah, that's uh, okay. If that's what you (laughs) have, you ever had a guest know that you cut stuff out or said something back to you about that? Here's the thing. At least from my point of view, Jim, have you, you've been interviewed. Have you ever gone back and listened to the interview? I have. Have I do not. I I I usually go back and listen to what they said before and after, but like, I don't listen to the interview because, well, I was there. So, uh, but no, I've never had, and I've, I I still have one in the can that's months old that I haven't released. And the person hasn't said, Hey, like, where's the interview? Cause it's going to take a lot of editing. It was again, a person that kind of over, which is a good thing. They over delivered, but I was like, yeah, this is supposed to be, you know, like a 20 minute interview. And they would be like, here's a point. Here's the same point again. Here's the same point again. I'm like, yeah, we just, we just kind of need it the first time. So it's not a bad interview. I'm just going to cut it down. Cause you know, my audience is smart. They don't need that. So I, I actually think there's some good value, you know, like I went back and listened to last week's episode, mm-hmm. uh, uh, maybe Monday or Tuesday on the way into work. And it, it had been a while since I'd listened to an episode with, with you and I. And I noticed I was ticking a lot in that. I was doing, you know, that sound that you yeah. make when you're thinking. Um, and I went to, I wouldn't have, I just did it right there. I would not have caught that if I hadn't gone back and listened to it. And I thought, oh, okay, I need to be a little more careful. We miss those things when we're doing them live. But it gave me a good indication like, oh, okay. Need to watch my audio on that one be and be aware of what I'm doing because that's showing up a lot on this. So well, I do, not every single episode, but I did, I did go back and listen to the whole thing from last week. And also that episode had 
zero editing, like zero. Mm. I basically, cause it was again, last weekend was Christmas for me. In fact, it came out, I think on Monday, not Saturday. Um, and I just ran it through Otter to get my timestamps. I cut off the beginning and the end, ran it through Hindenburg to kind of smooth it out. And that was it. Like made artwork for it. But in terms of like, cause normally I listen to it and I will ums like really low hanging ums and things like that. I will cut out. And if I see it, I will, uh, I try to remove them. Not always, but, uh, well, but it's, so that was a good one to listen to yeah. from, from me. Cause it was completely unedited. So I go back and, and listen to it and be like, Oh, I could have cleaned that up. Now you have to be careful. Because if you get two in your head while you're doing this, you start sounding like a drunk sailor, you know, because you're being very intentional about the things that you're saying. Right. So I also say right a lot in the things in, in that in that context. So, again, it's good to go back and review those things. It's funny. I had a friend of mine point out that mine on this show is and um. And, um, yeah, did it. And I'm like, just shut up and figure out what you're going to say before you open your mouth. It is though. We're off the cuff here. Right. And so you have to be, you have to be aware of that. This isn't, we're not doing this. This is not prepared. We're not spent. I mean, some of it is, but we're not spending time thinking through everything that we're going to say. And so it's, it's got that conversational flavor to it. And you're going to get some of that in this kind of style. It's just going to happen. Yeah. You can't get it all completely out. Listen, there are those that are gifted who can do that kind of, they can do that style first take. It's awesome. And they're just good at speaking. So that does happen too. Yeah. We did have one quick question here from the chat room from Stefan. He says, uh, does anybody here want to discuss evergreen content versus content with a short minimum durability date? I, I, I like think that. I think that would be, you know, anything that's short is going to be like a new show because otherwise you are actually talking about, you know, yesterday's news and evergreen content can be, especially depending on what you're talking about, like maybe weight loss, but on occasion they come along and they're like, no eggs are bad for you. And then six months later, no eggs are good. You need to eat eggs. So it's hard to like have evergreen content when the science changes on a regular basis. You're like, wait, wasn't it six weeks ago? So, uh, but, um, you know, James, Crid- uh, again, drink James Cridlin Ooh. does. Yeah. Does Who is this guy? <laughs> does a daily Jeez, show. Why do you keep talking about somebody? Nobody knows anything about <laughs> with news that, uh, is kind of interesting. If you go back, I'm sure if you go back and listen to what, what was the one you mentioned earlier today in windows this week in windows, oh, windows weekly, windows weekly, windows weekly. Right. That's so fine. if you go back and listen to last year's windows weekly on one hand, you're like, yeah, okay. That was last year. But on the other hand, you kind of get nostalgic. Um, we, yeah. we bought the, the great nieces and nephews. This is something we started doing. We buy them at least one old toy. Oh, and so, I had one. I think it's called a Wheelo, and it is a, you hold it, and it's got two kind of wires that are in like a hook. So you have a handle with this thing, and then the this plastic wheel has magnets on it that stick on these metal frames, and you you hold it upside down, and the wheel goes and it, it rolls down, and then at the bottom they're curved, so it rolls up, and so you pick it back up, and it rolls. It's this really, it, you know, it's basically a fidget spinner from nineteen sixty yeah. or whatever. Before we called them those things. Yes. And that's yeah. why my brother bought it for uh, his granddaughter. And it was fun watching them get completely mesmerized by that. So some old things 
will transfer, you know, to me, to me both when she opened it, I was like, Oh my God, I haven't seen one of those. And, you know, yeah. since I was eight years old or something like that, but it was, uh, it was funny. Cause it was like, all right, well it still works though. They were saying, I want to play with it. No, I want to, you know, they're fighting over <laughs> this really old toy. So sometimes evergreen content, even if it's outdated, is still kind of entertaining in a way. I just wouldn't, you know, yeah. when they're like, the, the, the video dates faster than the audio. Like mm. if you're, sometimes you can tell, you know, you've said this before, your voice is a little bit higher in the, in the oh, earlier yeah. episodes, right? And so you can, you're like, what am I, 17? Like, when did I record that? So sometimes you can tell the video, we, we did some, uh, at Gallup, I did some videos from 10 years ago and we were just talking about this at work and the content is still very valid. Although I've learned a lot more about the, con- about the topic since then. I mean, 10 years of podcasting, I know a little bit more now than I knew 10 years ago. Listen, even evergreen trees eventually die. They don't live forever. So sometimes you got to start taking that stuff down and redoing it just because it needs to be done in the current vernacular. If you know what I mean, sometimes we said things that weren't necessarily appropriate 10 years ago and you've, like, oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said it that way. So sometimes these things need to come down. Well, especially for gear. You know, if you yeah. listen to something from, yeah. I don't know, what is this, 2022? So if we go back to 2018, you know, it's going to be like, oh, buy this microphone, buy this mixer. Uh, you know, and yeah. I'm like, I don't yeah. recommend mixers anymore. So that's where you have to kind of, again, going back when I said when I look at YouTube videos, often I will like, give me something that's a little more current. Yeah, so I don't end yeah. up buying something that's... Uh, a little old in the tooth. There's no formula for this, right? right? You've got to make, you have to kind of make your decision. You kind of have to listen to it. Daniel says in chat, you know, he published, uh, he published two episodes that refer back to episodes from many years ago and was thrilled that those old episodes were still relevant. And I think he had to check, <laughs> you know, that's what he says. Go back. Okay. Yeah. They still, these still work. These are still things that'll work for this. I'm going to, I'm going to point to them. Maybe good to check though. I've gone back and looked at some stuff that should be evergreen from us, and I go, uh, no, no, that's not going to really work anymore. Yeah. We need to pull those down. We need to pull. Hey, can I get some more coffee? Oh, you can absolutely get some more coffee. Would that, would that work? Oh, thank goodness. Daniel's done his last two episodes. It reminds me of what Pat Flynn talked about once. He said when he does his um, his show description, his episode description. You know, they're really detailed. And he said it was he said, I wanted my his notes to be so detailed that somebody could pass a test on whatever the subject was. And I was like, that's an interesting way to look at a show description. And I know if anybody asks me now about, hey, my episodes aren't showing up right in Apple Podcasts, I'm going to go here, go listen to this episode. Just go that like like he did this super deep dive into why episodes and blah, blah, blah. And then if somebody says, hey, should I like do seasons for my show, I will be like, I don't do seasons. I, I, you know, to me, they were made for serial, but if you have more questions, go listen to this episode on seasons. So he's doing these deep dives on one topic and you know, that's, they're really handy. They're the, the one I was laughing on uh, episode numbers. Cause Dan is like, I'm so sorry. I know this is confusing. I know this is cause it is, it's so, I, I keep forgetting if I go to podcast movement and Apple is there, I need to remember to ask them like, what's the deal with the, the episode numbers and stuff? Cause it all depends on if you're subscribed and where are you looking and it shows up on the website version of Apple, but not in the app and blah, blah, blah. And um, so great. He says, I'm going to love his 
episode in the next couple of weeks about episode artwork and a trick to make it show in Apple Podcasts. Well, there you go. That's interesting. Oh. Uncle Marv uh, makes a comment. He says, I'm thinking dusting off some old shows by playing a part of the old episode, then giving an update on how things are done now. Does that work for making things evergreen? Yeah. Uh, well, it could. I mean, it's certainly new content. I, I think evergreen is in the eye of the beholder. So you just have to kind of, you know, but if that works, that's a great idea. I mean, especially, you know, you, you'd mentioned going back. Well, they used to be, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think about like my old topic, you know, the, the host of home server show, the very first podcast I was ever on just sunset the forums community on December 15th and kind of closed down an era. I mean, mm. that was 13 years of, of home server content. Well, some of the stuff we were talking about in 2011, mm. um, like people shouldn't have access to it. Right. You're like, look, there's other ways to do things at this point. So you, um, you know, could we go back? I think, yeah, if you can, if you're skilled at editing, you can go back and grab that chunk and replay it and then talk about the way it is today. I think it makes a great show, you know, that, that gives some context. It tells people how to get caught up. It gives, there's, there's a little bit of nostalgia to it. So uncle Marv, I like your idea. I think you should, uh, you should go for it. I've done that a couple of times. I, I know one was about interviews and then I had some new information uh, and then I'm trying to think what the other one was, but I know I've done that a couple of times where it's like, Hey, I know we've talked to, I think burnout was another one where I talked about, I know I've revisited uh, like organizing your podcast a few times. Cause it's like, Oh, here's a new tool. If you didn't like this other one, do this or that and, and go that route. I do know since it is almost the end of the year, I, in my head, I'm telling myself, I might try a year-end review, and this would be somehow either recording separately, like a one-sentence summary. Like, when I do, uh, if I talk someplace, I try to boil my presentation down to one sentence, and then every slide should reinforce that sentence. So I remember once I spoke at Podcast Movement, and the sentence was, every podcast can benefit from editing. And then every slide reinforced that statement. And I thought, either take something from the show or just record the focus sentence for either that segment or that episode or whatever it is. And then make that like, hey, here's what we talked about in 2022. And the reason I that idea is in my head is, I said earlier, the, the one show I listened to, they kind of did a best of. Like, here's what you learned this year or the last couple of years. And I was like, hmm. The the fun thing is if you want to do that, you, you need to like every week. Cause otherwise, if you try to do it in December, if you try to do a wrap up, you're, you're going to end up spending more time. Cause you're like, Oh, I'm going to save time this week. I'm just going to do a, a wrap up. Well, going back and finding all the clips, if you're going to use clips or whatever is going to take twice as much time as a regular episode. So if that's something you want to do, I know I kind of laugh. I, I do the whole, you know, what's your favorite podcast thing and thinking that people will send it in ahead of time and then I'll, I'll have it done. But anytime I do a question of the month, it's a ton of work to get everybody's volume, the right thing. And you know, then people, which is always nice. I'm not complaining, but people will like, will leave their answer and then they'll leave like, Oh, by the way, Dave. And then they'll just leave me a personal message. Well, that's got to get cut out. So it's always kind of fun, but if if that's something you're thinking of, that's going to take some discipline. I know I've thought about it like probably five different years. So I'm like, I should do that. That would be cool. 
And then about May, you're like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to be doing the year-end clip thing for the thing, and then I didn't do it, so keep that Yeah, it does, it does, you know, somewhere, if you're doing transcripts, this is where it can be, it can really pay off for you. If you put a, you know, like I would think on my, in my show, I might in the transcripts put pro tip, like pro tip, mm. colon, and then right in front of the section on stuff. Then I could go back into each individual episode search for pro tip and it would take me right to the spot in the mm. moment where I thought, or, you know, maybe there's going to be a couple of those, but that does require you going back and listening to the whole thing again. If you're doing, listen, if you're doing that already, if you're an editing kind of mm. person and you're doing that already, you're kind of, um, you're kind of designed for this. I, um, at Gallup, I have my editor do these pull quotes. We just find three quotes per episode. He, pulls them out. That's why they're called pull quotes. We put them up to the top of the, of the show notes and they have a timestamp on them. Oh, if I ever nice. want to go back and like, Hey, what did we talk about in this? Or what are the important parts of this? It's ready made. I mean, I could uh, next year and I may even do this next year. I could spend the whole year. I don't even need to interview anybody. We have so much content that's good over the last couple of years. Mm. I could just put shows together that combine, you know, thoughts or ideas or, you know, those kinds of pieces and reuse that content. But having those tips, I think, are important. So, you know, you can you can speed up. Otherwise, you got to go back and listen to most of the episode. Right. Again. Yeah, that's the key. Having the timestamp would make that a heck of a lot easier. You could just oh yeah, open it up, go right to it, copy, paste, you're done. Oh, Uncle Marv sure. says here uh, about, you know, if you just rerun a show without adding new content, he says a lot of, a lot of podcasters replay episodes that and that kind of feels kind of lazy. I'm with you on that. My shows are about tech. I think there's value in updating the episode rather than just repeating. I've never understood the hey, here's a show I did from 2004. Enjoy. Okay, like I didn't need you if I'm subscribed to your show and that episode's in my feed, I could have just gone and clicked on it, which makes me think either A, you didn't write a very good title to make me want to click it. Or, you know, or why not just put out an episode that says, hey, there's no episode this week. If you subscribe to the show, because that'll get people to follow slash subscribe. Here's some of the episodes from, you know, a year or so ago. And then spit out those really click. I want to click that kind of titles and get people to to listen to your your back catalog. That's kind of I know a lot of people struggle with that. And I think that's just maybe one of those things where, A, maybe people don't know. To, that they can scroll down and find other ones. But uh, I, I've never, anytime somebody says, hey, here's a replay from such and such, I'm like, okay, because if I'm a regular listener, I've already heard that one. So, well, but the, the Radio Lab folks do this all the time yeah. where they'll be like, hey, there's a situation going on right now. Hmm. And we recorded this episode four years ago that has some information about it. So they'll replay that in whole. I think it's mostly whole. They may cut out a few parts of, but it's mostly in whole. And then they'll come back and add five five minutes to the end of it, or or ask some questions or whatever. I think that that's appropriate to yeah. play the whole thing. That's the you Uncle know, Marv actually. thing, right? It's yeah. it's older yeah. content, but it's got an update to it, and I could yeah. see that. I know Mark. Martin- they'll play the whole episode. So, because Dave, listen, I'm I'm not scrolling back. I I'm not doing the thinking like, oh yeah, you know, you know. Uh, w- recently, the Supreme Court ch- had made a really important decision, right? And, right. And changed some things. I'm not thinking like, oh, 
wonder if Radio Lab talked about that four years ago. <laughs> you know, and you know, so I'm not scrolling back. So that's where it may be helpful for those kinds of where they know to add value to say, you know what, we talked about this and here's a reminder of what that means, right? I know Mark Marin always anytime somebody died that he interviewed, he'd always like, hey, because his stuff is behind a paywall. Right. So he'd be like, hey, you know, we lost a good one this week. You know, Richard Richard Belzer died, whatever. I interviewed him back. And a lot of times he'll add like a story. Like, hey, I remember this one time, you know, Belzer and I did such and such. It was great and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, here's my talk with Richard Belzer. Richard Belzer, RIP. So it's always like he adds a little more and it's it's. But the other thing is, in theory, that's just good old playing in traffic. Uh, you know, if if somebody dies, it's going to be in the news and people are going to be searching for it. Why not see if I can't get my show to show up and uh, yeah. capitalize on someone's death? <laughs> well, honor them. Well, honor let's them. say it that oh, yeah. way. Yeah, we're they're... honoring them. A retrospective is what they call yeah. that in the news business. And it's very much that, I should say. I don't want to... Yeah, yeah. There are people... That will, um, Libsyn had a, a developer got killed by a drunk driver and I was, it actually sucked kind of the, the life out of me for a minute Yeah, because yeah. a, he was 46 and had kids. But here's the thing that got me when I searched for his name, cause I just got a thing from HR. Hey, we lost BJ Forsyth. And I searched like, how did he die? And there were people that are literally like had AI scraping obituaries to rewrite a page and then just litter it with ads. And I was like, Wow, you are actually capitalizing on someone's death. And I was like, that's that's the definition of a douchebag. Yes. Right there. Right. <laughs> you look like, it up. Come on. Yeah. And then there was come on. There was one guy that even was reading the badly written AI obituary on YouTube with comments turned off and advertising turned on. And I was like, there's a special place in hell for you, my friend. That was uh interesting. Uh there is a, I haven't played with it yet. I'm trying to find it. If you hear people talk, we'll just talk. I've just announced this. I have a link here, but it's not. And we'll see what happens here. Let me uh, throw this out. You'll hear people talk about OP3 stats. And what this is, it's part of the whole podcasting 2.0 thing. Oh, that's a bummer. I have a link in my my notes here. Like, here, use this link. And when I went to it, uh, it's a 404. Uh, but if you hear people talk about OP3 stats, it is part of this new, not so much new, like it's an alternative to IAB, although it kind of is, but it's a new, it's a bunch of nerds playing with stats. There we go. That's what it is. And they're <laughs> they're trying to see if they can come up with uh, maybe something a little more, hmm, what's the word I want to say here? I don't want to say reliable, but there are... Here, here, yeah, I, one of the things that's happened here, yeah, one of the things that happened twice this year is the one was the, um, oh, crap, the Android app. Um, Samsung had an app, and it it, made, it featured people, and it downloaded a bunch of their shows. So it caused a spike for some people, but yet they were all counted as IEB stats, even though they kind of weren't listened to. Uh, there was another one. Amazon did a thing in April where they kind of did a, a test and it wasn't supposed to do that. And those were all, so there are times when IAB, not that they're inaccurate, but it's like, okay, there's, there's a loophole here where we can kind of make downloads look legit when they're not. And that's so, a bug though. That's a bug right? yeah. where uh, AI, uh, IAB set it up in one way. And then, 
you know, a certain situation happened they didn't anticipate, which caused an overcounting in there. Nobody meant to do this. Right. right? This was their all mistakes. All acts. Yeah. 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 So, Jim, I know uh, a couple months ago, you know, you were talking about different things you were doing with your show and you weren't sure how this was going to work or that. As we've now, you know, we're, we're coming into January. Any new thoughts on your show? Yeah, it's a good, that's a good question. I kind of decided like, I wanted the show to be about helping people and I need to stop worrying so much about how I was going to do that. I've got plenty of co-hosts that I can, that can jump in there and do it. And I just enjoyed as long as I continue to focus on, it's like this show. I think we try to help people, right? Mm -hmm. That's the goal of this is to jump in just to try and help people with the collective wisdom about the community and some of the things that we've learned. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of set to go forward in 2023. It's hard to believe we're thinking about that. Um, kind of set in 2023. I don't know if I'm going to change a lot with it. It just reinforced the fact I still want to keep doing this. I wanted to do it to help people get guests on that do that. I'm not going to hit it every single week, but most of all, just have fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just have fun with it. I don't know. What about you? Have you, when you think about 2023, anything you're thinking about doing differently or yeah. adding to? I want to come up and it's like, it's treating it like another podcast, but I want to be more consistent on YouTube and I had written off TikTok because I'd gone to that conference where an actual marketing team who were actually, they showed some of their stuff. It was good. Like these are, you know, they're marketing people. They got degrees in that stuff and they spent years on TikTok. And somebody said, well, what, what's the ROI? Can you tie any success in your company to the, you know, years you spent on TikTok? And their answer was, uh, yeah, nothing, zero. We cannot tie anything to TikTok. And I was like, now they had in some cases, lots of viewers and subscribers, but in terms of like, what's it doing for your business? And I had a member of the school of podcasting. Now he's a pilot and he has all, he's doing the thing where he's kind of down in the bottom right hand corner. He's talking over a video behind him and it's all sorts of planes with flames and flying and you know what I mean? So it was like, and his stuff is going viral. And I said, okay, well, are you tying it to anything? He goes, yeah, he goes book sales. He's like, cause he has kind of a link tree thing. And he goes, that website has gone up and he goes, and I've just noticed that I'm getting more book sales. Now, can I tie them directly to TikTok? Yeah. No, he goes, but it's one of those like, what's changed? Oh, I started doing TikTok and some of his stuff, you know, 10, 15, 20,000 views on a TikTok. Uh, and so I need to go watch his channel and see what his call to action is. Cause I've always heard that every social media uh, platform kind of gets a little like, Hey, can you do us a favor and not send people away from Twitter and TikTok And like, when you start telling people, Hey, go over here, their job is to keep you on their platform. So I'm going to be interested to see how do you tell people to go do something not on TikTok without, you know, having TikTok go, yeah, we're not going to show that anymore. So I'll have to, uh, to look into that. I did it fairly consistent for a month. So in all reality, I didn't really give it a good try. Uh, and I had a, a decent system and I, for a while there, I again, just went, okay, everybody else is just talking into their phone. So I think I'll just try talking into my phone. And that was, was fine. We'll see. I know there's a, uh, a bill just went through Congress. And one of the things on the like year end spending, blah, blah thing, there's a thing that said uh, Congress or people in Congress or 
the government like can't have TikTok on their phones. Wow. So I'll be interested to see what that means. I'm, I may have also accidentally just killed off Richard Belzer. I really thought he was dead. <laughs> I guess he's not. Apparently still alive. So if you're in the car listening, it's going, man, I love Belzer. Well, guess what? It's a Christmas miracle. He's alive. Um, yeah. He's back from the dead. Ah, Gary, Gary says you need a thousand followers on TikTok before you can add a URL in your profile. I actually have a URL on my profile. I did that from like day one. Maybe it's in the, uh, I'll have to go back and look. Maybe they changed it. But uh, yeah, I just know. I mean, it was taking me 20 minutes to do, you know, a 45 second video. And it's just like, you know, again, these are the things you have to go. Is this helping me get towards, you know, and the problem is all those things. Uh, Gary Arndt was on my show and said he quit doing social media. He goes, it did nothing to his numbers. He goes, nothing. He goes, now do those help? Sure. He goes, but it's, it's such a trickle. So all these are kind of like, why? But I think that depends on who you are. Like yeah. if you're not putting a lot of into social and you leave it, I mean, that's like a tree falling in the forest and no one's there to hear it. Does not make right. a sound? Yeah. So, but if, if you're, I mean, some folks have a lot of influence on, on these social media platforms yeah. and can move, they can move the needle with things. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, exactly. That's me talking after a month. So again, that's oh, like, totally. if yeah, I was yeah. coaching myself, I'd be like, dude, you did it for a month. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, DR says my little brother quit his nine to five and is totally monetized on TikTok. Mm-hmm. He's got 500,000 followers. That's yep. cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. That, it makes listen, me worried. TikTok, here's the future of TikTok. They're going to do the exact same thing that YouTube did, right? There's all these monetization things going on right now. Right. But I don't know if it'll be in 2023, but there's going to be a haircut involved in this at some point where TikTok goes, yeah, I know we've been paying you at these rates, but that's not sustainable. So you're going to need to show TikTokers, just be aware this, you know, history will repeat itself. And we've, we've already seen this on YouTube for sure. Um, I think there'll be something coming and it'll be brutal. Like it will absolutely be brutal. So just be aware this isn't real money that's going to, the potential is this isn't going to be the real money that we think it is right now. And, and there could be a haircut coming for sure. Daniel says, let's all remember the guy who was big on blab. Yes. What was his his name? Didn't he, wasn't he, when he sleep or something, didn't he go to jail? I think he went to, I think he went no names. Let's not mention any names. I don't want any liable on that. We have Dave, we have a show. We have a one, our flagship uh, podcast to Gallup coming up on a million downloads this It'll it'll happen nice. in the first two months, maybe of twenty twenty three. So it'll, it'll be fun to celebrate. A million of anything's kind of a big deal. So you know, it's gonna be. It took us ten years to get there. It's a super niche audience. So like, I, I don't have those high expectations that'll ever be a million a year. Yeah, no, you never know. But that'll be fun to celebrate in twenty twenty three. Yeah. So that's for me. That and. I'm looking forward to, I don't know exactly what my role is going to be at Libsyn as the, the podcast education guy, but I am looking to, I want to get in front of more podcasters on a one-on-one basis. That's why I changed things at the, the school of podcasting. We're now, you know, we're doing coaching without calendars and this all sorts of fun stuff like that. Not that I don't like working in groups, but I, to me, I'd rather have a, a you know, a, a road that's, you know, an inch long, but a, a mile deep than 
a mile wide and an inch deep. I'd rather go deep with people. So uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah, I hear DR says, wait till TikTok is going to get into podcast. Yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, I'll be interested to see what YouTube. Remember, they've been hinting, you know, they have the page now for YouTube podcasting and yada, yada, yada. So we'll. Not to be a prediction show. We're not predicting no, anything. No, I, I predict. Uh, I, I I will piggyback on uh, Adam Curry's. Did I say this last week? Uh, maybe not. But Adam Curry said, here's what's going to happen. AI, everybody's going to jump on the AI bandwagon. It's going to create subpar content. It's going to suck. And um, <laughs> people will blame podcasting for it. Because I, I saw a tool that had pretty realistic voice stuff where you could just type something and it, the whole thing was it could show emotions and they showed it like there was a girl and, and now she's yelling and now she's sad and this whole nine yards. And I could see people going to chat GPT or whatever it is, getting their script, throwing it into this, letting, you know, Marsha, the robot, read it for you, put it out and go, ah, this podcasting thing sucks. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, a, the robot doesn't really have a personality B the content that you got it from. Again, it's, you know, I I remember I had a uh, a high school teacher that that had a few things he said to me that I was like, huh. And he was talking about you know because he's helping us get jobs, and he said, remember, don't steal from your boss. He goes, that's a really bad idea. And he goes, I'll just leave you with this: if there was a way to steal and not get caught, he goes, don't you think somebody would have found it by now? And I'm like, that's a good point. You know, it's like, yeah, you you might be the person. I know there's always Congress, but, uh, you know, there's a joke there somewhere. But uh, so um, I, I would just go, if there was a way to make a million dollars on the Internet by just simply clicking a button, like, don't you think they would have invented it by now? Yeah, but I'll counter that a little bit. I mean, there there are some times when some new things like TikTok mm. come come around that have a monetization that yeah. you can, and there are people making legitimate, you know, coin out there doing it. And so the the hard part is you never really know. You know, you got to try. Right. I hate to poo poo these. You know, I, I made a foray. Is that the right word? Into um, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, and you know, and I'm still doing some of it. <laughs> Um, it's some of it's paid off. Like you get like, Oh, okay. I mean, you know, uh, some, a little bit of money turned into more money. And yeah. you're kind of like, okay, that's pretty cool. Now did uh, obviously I haven't retired. So it's not like, you know, obviously I'm still hanging out with you guys on Saturday well, morning. Uh, well, so that's, what Daniel, like a, that's what Daniel says. Yeah. He says, hang on. If someone had found a way to steal and not be caught, then by its very nature, we wouldn't know about it. Well, that's true. That's, that's, that's a good that's, point. Let's not get too logical now, Daniel. <laughs> let's not get too logical. Well, and and to, um, I think it was a couple of weeks ago we were talking about the fact that somebody tips you 2112 Satoshis to like it's 40 cents. And somebody emailed us and said, yeah, it's 40 cents today. If crypto does what it's supposed to do 10 years from now, that 40 cents might be five bucks. And I was like, yeah, good point. So we'll but see. The dollar also. Anyways, let's not get, <laughs> let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. The, the point is you don't know, right? right? You don't know going into some of these things. And and I think it's always just, a, it's kind of a dynamic. You got to go with some things that you think you got to take some risks. You got to try some stuff, but by all means, have fun with it while you're doing it. I mean, do it because you find it interesting. Do it because, I mean, don't, you don't want to lose sleep over these kinds of things. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to, um, you know, 
be ill over some of this stuff. So be healthy. Yeah. I guess maybe as you're doing this. All right. We all have enough stress in our lives. We'll, we'll yeah. wrap up here with a final okay. anchor question. Um, I need to move some episodes. Well, you can't move some. You're going to move them all. There's there's no like, you know, unless you want to move them there and then delete them. I move episodes from anchor to red circle. I know. Fire into the frying pan. Yeah, it's kind of like, okay. But they're not my episodes. Surely someone has come up with the idea of not losing your downloads. Now, you cannot lose your audience Kinda. That's what the whole 301 redirect is for. But in terms of how do I keep my stats, not gonna lose. You're gonna so take a screenshot or something. Um, I know Buzzsprout says you can take your stats, but what you're doing is you're just filling out a. You know, you're basically taking your old stats and putting it into their dashboard. But they're not like you can't drill down on those stats. It's just a number. But no, that's it. And I did find out. And I did find out that uh, in the past I've said how you can't do a 301 from Kajabi. Uh, Kajabi now does a 301 redirect, but boy, do they hork it up because when you import your stuff into Kajabi, they change it so that if you try to move back to your old media host, you'll create a ton of duplicates, proving once again that Kajabi has no idea what to do when it comes to podcasting. I was like, holy cow. So. Uh, well, Jim, are you, I'm, I'm assuming you're not doing an episode this week or what's the, yeah, no, we took the, we took the week off. It was Christmas. So it was just a good, a good excuse to not do it. But my daughter's joining me on the live show this coming Thursday. The one who knitted this hat will catch up with her. Nice. Uh, Left some folks to come out. It's a holiday weekend. Come out and join us live. The average guy.tv slash live Thursday, 8 PM central central. Awesome. And as we talked about earlier, again, if you haven't done it, do it now because I'm jumping on it as soon as we get off here. If I get done with the Ask the Podcast Coach, schoolofpodcasting.com slash question for the live audience. I will be playing a all these clips of what's my favorite podcast and why. So that will be coming up on the School of Podcasting. And then in January, I'll probably do the typical how to start a podcast. That's usually the first episode, followed by... I think the question of the month for January is going to be, what are your pet peeves? Like what drives you nuts in a podcast? That's always a good one to, to hear people that are like, please quit putting seven ep- Please quit putting seven ads at the beginning of your show. Seven 15 second ads. Yes. That doesn't go over very no. well. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Well, that too. Yeah. Don't do that either. But um, I, I did see where Joe Rogan is not quite as bad as like he scattered, like he'll put like, three ads back to back, but it used to be like he had seven minutes of ads at the beginning of his show and they are now hooking people in and then they'll put like, here's three ads and then another 10 minutes and here's another three ads and things like that. But Merry Christmas, happy holidays to everyone. And, um, Jim's going to go roast some chestnuts on the fire behind him. (laughs) And, uh, exactly. So, and uh, oh, next Saturday are we here? Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we're we're, we'll be here next for Saturday. Sure we're here. Yeah, it'll be New Year. Was it New Year's Day? I think. What What but, is the? Oh, but we'll be here. Day. We're we're out of music. We'll, we'll it's just New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Eve. We'll see you next week, right. everybody.